Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome back to another uh, high school uh, football edition for Southeast Iowa of Round Guy, the podcast. We got Scotty Melvin. He's going to play Beat the Round Guy. Scotty, welcome back to the program. All right. Hi, everybody. So uh, I got, uh, we want to do the offensive and defensive players of the game. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give me your offensive and player and defensive players of the game this week that you want to recognize? Uh, for offense, there's several we could choose from that in the area that really had stellar performances this past Friday. Uh, the one I'm going to go with because he deserves to be talked about probably more, uh, you know, than we have is Landis Williams, the quarterback from Fort Madison. He hit 24 out of 30 passes against Mount Pleasant the other night. And they're not the stiffest competition, but still, that for a high school kid, that's uh, that's some pretty gaudy numbers. 290 yards. Three touchdowns against one interception. He also rushed for 58 yards. So that, that's a big game. And uh, the game they had to have, they got it. They're still rolling undefeated. And uh, yeah. The, the guys on the KCII, they were really talking him up too. Yeah, he's a heck of an athlete. And he's just he's doing it all for those guys this year. They'll go as far as he can take them, I think. So what defense? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to – go ahead and throw it up to Waco um, as a team. Told mm. a, a, a great New London squad that's got a ton of offensive firepower that's averaging over 50 points a game to 150 total yards. That's that's crazy. And I know themselves, you know, they got held down by New London's defense. You could, you could probably argue New London earned it. But the fact is Waco put up some more yards um, and they put up more points and won the game. So I'm going to give it to Waco this week. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and offensive player. I'm going to recognize Cam Buffington last week. Uh, maybe not his best statistical game, but by gosh, he put his team up to four and one. He took a on a team that was ranked higher than him on the road and still came away with a nice little victory. Actually, quite, uh, won that game quite handily. You know, a little bit of last minute scores there by the. Uh, other team there. But anyway, Cam Buffington, I think he's up to 31 touchdowns for the season. Uh, he's my uh, offensive player of the game. And uh, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I I, uh, I had to give Waco this defense, defensive player of the week. And uh, New London's runner-up defensive player of the, of the week. I've never seen anything like that. I mean – that was a play of the year, I guess. So, uh, anyway, we had such a good week last week. And, uh, anyway, if you can hear our voice, uh, me and Scotty want to thank you for listening. I mean, it really, this was our highest rated, uh, episode last week, all time tied for it anyway. Uh, you know, you're, if you're listening to us, we appreciate it because it's a lot of work for us, but you know, just when you guys listen, it, it really pays off. What, what do you want to say anything to our listeners? 
just really appreciate uh, you and the listeners giving me an excuse to talk about football a couple times a week. This is uh, something I've been real passionate about just as a spectator for oh, my entire life. And uh, always the high school level has been the most fun for me. You can get up close to watch the games. You get sometimes, you know, as an adult now, I get to know the kids and see them come up and grow up. And, and some of them move on to college and play and, and excel there. And it's just uh, a lot of great memories. And I look forward to it every year and, and uh, appreciate the opportunity to get to chat about it. Well, we'll give you a chance to chat about it right now. Uh, the first game I got listed here. Number 10 in the state on the news prep. I don't know what they got on the, uh, uh, where they're at in, uh, on the Des Moines Register, but uh, they're 5-0 and at Sullen, and they're coming to play the Washington Demons, who are 1-4. and I don't think there's much of a choice here, but who do you got? Uh, this one's a hands-down Sullen. They're uh, ranked number four in Class 3A, undefeated. And Washington, as we know, they've, they've hung tough every game, at least for a half, uh, based on a real good defense and then a kind of a uh, streaky offense that has its moments and then has some uh, not-so-great moments. And, and I was hoping they'd get a, get a win last week, but they didn't. And uh, they're kind of playing to build for next year at this point, but this is going to be a game that they, in my opinion, do not have a chance of winning. <laughs> Yeah, Solon's been tough for so many years. Uh, you know, right up there, state champion. Or uh, this just isn't Washington's year. They're not going to win. I'm with you no, on Solon. Uh, now, surprise me if uh, Solon puts a little extra stank on this one because they might be a little sore at the beating that Washington gave them a year ago. You know, these programs around here—they don't forget that stuff. Well, uh, Fairfield uh, news. Prep has them at the 25th best team in the state. Uh, uh, they're playing at West Burlington. Fairfield's 4-1, and one, and they're playing another team without a win, 0-5. I've never seen a schedule so uh, favorable to Fairfield, but uh, that's who's on the schedule. They keep lining them up and keep knocking them down. Uh, you got any thoughts on this game? I think uh, in spite of the largely – you could argue weak schedule Fairfield had. They've, they've made some great improvements, especially compared to last year. Uh, West Burlington, Notre Dame's got one really good um, offensive player, and I know he was hurt a week ago. I don't know what his status is going into this game. But even with him healthy and putting up numbers, they, they haven't been able to really uh, compete in any game they've played in, uh, to my knowledge. So this is an easy Fairfield victory, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, and they'll be 5-1. and one. And the teams that they played uh, have a combined two wins. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the, the, they're not close games, and Fairfield definitely knocks them down. It's going to keep keep their uh, confidence moving forward. Uh, but that was – now we're going to get into a little tougher pick here. Uh, Newton is playing at Oskaloosa. Newton's 4-1, and one, Oskaloosa's 4-1. and one. Uh, News Prep has Newton at number 19 and Oskaloosa at number 23. Do you have some different numbers on those? or This week, uh, as far as the Des Moines Register top 10 goes, neither team is ranked. Uh, both of them lost last week. That knocked them out of the top 10. Um, Oski surprised me in how badly they got beat there at Clear Creek and Mana, uh, whereas Newton played a really strong Pella team that, who's 
their record doesn't show it, but that's a that's a team that's played a brutal schedule, and they are a typical Pella team this year. They're going to be a tough out for anybody. And Newton's kind of uh, they didn't win a game last year, so for them to be in a position they are is kind of surprised everybody. What surprised me more than their, the fact that they were undefeated a week ago is the fact that they, they took Pella down to the wire. I think that gives them the advantage if I'm picking uh, the smart money pick for me is Newton over Oskaloosa this week. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit there. I think that was a one-off for Oski last week. You know, their whole body of work's excellent this year. Uh, and they're at home. Now, I think maybe uh, – I think this is a basically a, a coin flip game, so I'm going to go with Oski on that. Uh, now here's another almost. We'll just have to skip through this real quick. Fort Madison at Clinton. Uh, where, where where's the Des Moines Register got Fort Madison? Uh, Fort Madison, as of right now, ranked number five in four A. Wow, they might do. They've earned it. They've earned it. They're uh, they've got some tough games coming up before this regular season concludes. This will not be one of them. Um, they'll steamroll Clinton. Um, easy Fort Madison victory Friday night. Yeah, I agree. With, I mean, there's no 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 question about that. Uh, now here's a big game. Now North Scott, I I think I saw rated number one uh, yeah. at Burlington, who is uh, also top ten. What what are they rated? Burlington's uh, ranked number ten. Number ten. So right. number one at number ten. It's in Burlington. Oh, uh, yeah. What's your, I mean, you know, tell me about this game. Here's the problem for Burlington. Um, they're having a great year. Very happy for them. They've got possibly our area's best offensive weapon. Um, his numbers are just insane, and, and he's doing it every week, no matter what level of competition. The problem for them is the level of competition they've had to date isn't anywhere on the same planet is what they're about to face this yeah, Friday. I mean, to go to, from Clinton to North State champion. Yeah. I mean, go, go, to go from, to, to go from playing Clinton one week to North Scott, the next that is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking to the defending state champion in North Scott, who is number one again and undefeated. Uh, the one thing you could say to argue that BHS has a chance, uh, North Scott was taken well, I won't say they were taken to the wire, but they, they were played tough by Iowa City Liberty a week ago, and Liberty has not won a game this year. Granted, they've played really good competition, um, but they are winless, and they did give North Scott a game. It was 21 zip. So, you know, there's an argument for maybe North Scott's got some vulnerability. I just don't see it happening this week. I think uh, our guy, Brian Williams, will put up some numbers. He'll probably bust a couple good runs. It's almost impossible to shut a guy like him out. But I do think North Scott rolls in this one. I'm going to go with North Scott, although I think Burlington will give them a uh, – they'll they'll know that they played a game at the end of this one. Uh. I hope so. I hope you're right. Uh, now here's another fantastic game. Uh, I think uh, number six Cardinal is that what you have them? Yeah. At number four Sigourney. What about that? Okay, so this is just my opinion. I, you know, like I said, I've been a passionate fan of high school football, and not only in my home state of Illinois, where I've seen some of the best in history over there, but you know, over here in Iowa these last twenty plus years. And what seems to happen is. You get matchups like this, 
Bigger New Kyoto is that established program with a lot of history, a lot of success over the last God, uh, 30 years, where Cardinal is 5-0, and and they're on the rise, and they've been on the rise for a few seasons now. But I read in the paper today, this is the first time they've been 5-0 and since the 1970s. That's a long time. So they're, they're a new kid on the block here. I think uh, the fact this game is at Sigourney, the fact that they are a program that is used to these kind of games, is going to give them the edge. I'm going with uh, the Cobras in this one. I, you know, I mean, Sigourney's beat better teams than, than Cardinal has, uh, especially last week. So, yeah. uh, and they're home, and uh, they beat the number six team in the state last week. So, uh, I'm on for Sigourney, but I'm going to try to go to that game myself. So, hopefully we'll have some good reports from that. Uh, I hope it's uh, as good as some of these have been in these last couple of weeks because you'll be in for a real treat. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I think Cardinals can, can score. That's one thing about them. So uh, Yeah, they, their quarterback's one of the, the top uh, offensive producers in his class this year so far. Yeah, he, they, they put up more points, but they just haven't played anybody as close to as good as, as Sigourney's played, I don't think. Right. And but we'll find out, or as they say, we're about to find out. Uh, okay, Lone Tree at Waco. Waco, I got as number ten. Uh, what do you got them at? Waco is, I believe. Let me check the rankings here. Eight player from the Des Moines Register. Waco's ranked seven now. Seven, boy, they deserve that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, Lone Tree looks like a solid team, two and two, but I don't think they can beat Waco at home. I don't either. Uh, Lone Tree's had a good run for several seasons now, and I think I said it last week. I think if they were in a different district, one that didn't have as many tough teams as this uh, local one does, they, they might be in a better position than they are. Um, but this, this district's loaded, and it gets substantially harder for them this week. Coming off of a loss against Winfield last week, uh, Waco just doesn't give up points. Um, and they may be playing defense on the eight-man level and a level that nobody's ever even seen around here right now. So I don't I don't give them much of a chance. I've been wrong before, but I'm going with Waco. Yeah, me too. Uh, New London is at Iowa Valley. New London's two and two. Iowa Valley's one and three. Uh, I mean, I, I can't see New London losing again. Can you? I don't think they'll lose this game. Um, I've seen Iowa Valley in person, and I will say they've got if, – if their quarterback has time to throw, they've got a nice little passing game. If New London can can put the kind of pressure on him that Waco did when I when I watched those guys uh, a couple weeks ago, they have no chance because they, they turn the ball over too much in those situations. But if New London's pass defense isn't up to par, Iowa Valley can score. Um, I don't see it happening, but it, there's a possibility that – it could be kind of like the English Valley's game for New London. Um, but I, I don't see New London losing this one. I'm going to go with the Tigers. Yeah, I just think New London's just going to be uh, really got their horses burning up the stables this, this next week. They're not going to want to lose three weeks in a row. Uh, I agree. Now, uh, our boys at Winfield Mount Union, you know, uh, they're playing Tri-County at Tri-County. Tri-County's one and four. I, I say Winfield moves to five and one. What do you say? 
Well, the Burlington Hawkeyes got Winfield down for a bye week, which, and I haven't dug into Tri-County's uh, situation, but that leads me to believe that they may not be playing anymore this year. Mm. I don't know if they don't have numbers or what the deal is, but uh, Winfield's down as a, having a bye. Well, um, so they're, they're going to win. Um, they'll get the forfeit or what have you if there is such a thing. Well, uh, well, I guess we'll find out more later in the week. Too much, or maybe that's just the next game after their bye. I don't know that there was bye week set up. but okay, That's, that's what the Brunson Hawkeye says. Winfield's on a bye this week, and they've got Waco looming the week after. So this goes well for them as far as getting healthy um, and getting some extra preparation in. You know, if they're five and one and four and one in the in the conference, that's you know Yeah. That's they're doing they're everything they can do. Okay. They're still alive. And if they could pull off the upside against Waco, they're sitting pretty. Davis County's got uh Central Lee. I I mean Central Lee's 0 and five. Davis County's three and two. I got Davis County ranked 25th. Uh, I don't see him having any trouble here. Do you? Uh, that's a running clock game for Davis County. Yeah, that's a running clock after the, the first quarter, probably. Uh, yeah, that's just the way it is. Uh, and then uh, I got num- uh, Mid Prairie. I thought I'd throw in there this week. They're number 18. They uh, yep. three and two. They're playing at Williamsburg. Williamsburg's two and three. I don't think this is going to be no piece of cake for them. What do you think? Well, here, here's what's happened a lot in the last few years. Williamsburg stacks their non-district schedule with with super talented teams. They play up, okay, and and they take it on the chin a little bit. They lose games, and people think, oh, well, Williamsburg isn't any good this year. They're owing whatever. They've only won one game going into district play. And then what happens is they get into that district and run roughshod over everybody and get into the playoffs and make deep runs year after year. And I see this year being more of the same. I don't think Mid Prairie's on their level. Um, Williamsburg is, they're, they're a great football school. And I think they're going to probably go undefeated in that district this year again. And uh, they'll have no problem against Mid Prairie. You sound pretty confident. Uh-huh. I do. Their, their body of work just outshines anybody else's in that district, and it's been that way for years. Until somebody steps up and and uh, bucks that trend, they're just they're just the, they're they're the rulers of that manner. I'm gonna pick Mid Prairie uh, just to have a couple different than you this week. Uh, so that's 11 games. Anything else you're looking forward to this week? Anything we we missed or anything you need to wrap up with? You know, there's a few other games going on here. Mount Pleasant goes up to play at Iowa City Liberty. Uh, I think Liberty's probably going to win easy. We've got uh, Mediapolis three and two against Wilton, the Beavers. They're four and one. That's a big game. I think Mediapolis they can pull out a victory. They can stay alive for a playoff spot. It's going to be a tough game. That one's got some intrigue to it. Uh, Wapolo plays at Highland. I think both of those schools are fighting for their playoff lives. You know, there's several teams around here that cannot lose another game already. And so for them, the playoffs have already started. So, so that, that um, makes those matchups a little more interesting. It was another excellent report, Scotty. Uh, again, I just want to appreciate everybody that's listening. You know, uh, Brown guy's back. Uh, he, he had, uh, he went on vacation and he got the flu and, but uh, he put out some three new episodes today. You guys want to check any of those out? Uh, 
will keep you up on the high school football. He's going to keep you up on the college football. A real good article about the, the Hawks and the Cyclones. Uh, we love you for listening, man. You're just really, really, we really appreciate it. So uh, that's what we got this week. Uh, Scott's going to go see Waco. I'm going to try and go see Sigourney, and we'll have another update uh, Saturday morning. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you Saturday morning, everybody. <laughs>